Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. It's your host, Asia Abstin. We are back with another episode. We are on episode 33. And um, today I had to switch it up on you and come with something a little bit different to open the show. That was Bobby Brown, Every Little Step I Take. Um, and if you are not living under a rock, you know why I picked that song. Uh, last night, Teddy Riley and Babyface went in on the versus battle on Instagram Live. And I mean, they tore that thing down. They literally broke Instagram with 500,000 followers tuned in to the live. Um, Michelle Obama, everybody you could think of celebrity wise was in the comments. Mariah Carey was in the comments. Janet Jackson was in the comments. That was just, that was epic. Um, obviously that was part two of the original battle because Teddy Riley ruined it so badly the first time, but he redeemed, well, did he redeem himself? I don't know. But the laughs, that I got from two nights of them trying to battle. Just, oh, that night was legendary. Babyface and his shade and his attitude and him playing the guitar live, stunting on telly, <laughs> Teddy was legendary. Like, what an epic night. So I could not start the show uh, without a Babyface classic, like producer of, of the millennium. I mean, come on, he killed it. So I hope you guys enjoyed that battle. Who did you think won? For me, obviously it was Babyface, if you can't tell, but, um, you know, hit me in the comments, email me, let me know who you think won last night's battle. Today, I have a super exciting episode for you. Um, during this time of social distancing, I had to call on some boss babes from way across the country to join me for today's episode. I have Kiana Ship with me, entrepreneur, boss babe, mom, black girl magic enthusiast coming all the way from LA. Welcome to the show, Kiana. Okay, that was the intro. I like it. <laughs> I want Hi. To yes, that, you got Welcome. me, girl. Thank That's you. That's how you bring it here. in. You know Thank it. Thank you for having me. Of Thank course. you. It's my this absolute is exciting. pleasure. You know, I've wanted you on the show for a while, but we're always so busy with nine million mm -hmm. things going on. I know you just had a baby like last weekend. Girl. So, <laughs> thank you for speaking. It feels like in. that. Yeah. How old is of the course. little one now? He is three months now. Three that months. Exactly this week. Uh-huh. It's flying by, but it still feels like it just happened. So I would we're imagine. still adjusting. Uh-huh. I only have a Dalmatian and that is enough for me. So technically I have three kids because my dog is just as spoiled as the other two. So yeah, it's a lot. You must have more hours a day than the 24 that I have. I, you know what? I got an endless cup of coffee. That's what I <laughs> Praise God. For yes. With Tito's it's in it. It's keeping me wired. You know, sometimes you guys. Start with the coffee, we move on to the wine, go back to the coffee, whatever's working. Right. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> through the day, well, even more important for you to be here with us because that's what our listeners want to know about. Like when I mm -hmm. told the squad, when I told the listeners, when I told the team I was finally going to have a mom on the show, they were super excited to hear Is this about a, Like first time mom? Yes, first Situation? time. Mom, okay. Speaker on <laughs> my show. Because okay. I'm not a mom, right? So mm -hmm. I don't, you know, it's it's just not my wheelhouse. It's not my life. 
So I don't talk about balancing business with motherhood because it's just not my genre. Right. But when I told my listeners that I would be having a mom on the show, you know, the very first question that they told me to ask you was how do you balance having multiple kids, a partner, running a business? Like how? It's a lot. Like sometimes I feel like I need two more people on hand, but I think it's important for everybody to show up for each other. Like I have a super supportive partner, so I'm lucky on that part. Like he jumps in or I need him, but girl, so you just got to work. Like even before this, there are so many things like, I'm like, okay guys, it has to be quiet. My daughter's like, but I want pancakes, you know? And I'm like, okay, pancakes for you. Let's get you together. You just got to get everybody together so that you can just stay on top of it. Like get everybody happy and then you can focus on what you need to do. And then sometimes you also have to incorporate them. Like my daughter likes to help me pack Mm -hmm. orders. She likes to help me brainstorm. So just bringing everybody in, including them, making it a part of the bond time as well. So you get to learn some business tips today, but you also get to help me and we're hanging out. So sometimes you just got, yeah, you got to put it all together. Now with this three month though, he's on my hip. 24 7 I'm sure on a book and it's like laptop on one side baby on the other side it's like that's just what I gotta do (laughs) right now Mm -hmm. I'm exhausted just hearing about it when I first started the breastfeeding I still like you know I'm like okay I'm gonna have the baby I'm gonna jump right back into doing stuff so I would literally have him while I'm breastfeeding laptop the other side and just like going and yelling at my other my daughter in the room like what do you need but oh my yeah. lord mm-hmm. oh. he's always hungry so it's just i, I can't do it just gotta get i gotta get it have, like <laughs> full-time live in i might need two or three nannies per child because i don't want to be that hands-on i'm not gonna lie to you i tried to go out for the first time you know just took to my mom's yesterday mm-hmm. with my kids for the first time and it was just like the pack up just getting out it's the just door. It's just a lot. Just getting out the door was like an additional two hours. And oh. I'm like, oh, I need a nanny. <laughs> don't Hold do this on. unless you, yeah. I don't plan to. That's why we got to get rich because <laughs> I need uh, Svetlana and Maria mm-hmm. on deck. I on deck. It's a lot. You, it takes a, an addition. The pack up is just a workout in itself just to get I them in a car. Not. I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> That's why I don't have any babies and I don't won't be having any mm-hmm. any time soon. Okay. But it's a good reason. Yes. To go harder. So I'm sure I'm sure. Uh, no thank you. No yeah. thank you, ma'am. Um, but feel like no. <laughs> no, we're not gonna be able to do that. So <laughs> in other news, um, I know that we posed this question to your followers because they're asking you the same things over and over again. Why mm-hmm. not just ask them on the sh- podcast today? Are you down for a few questions? Sure. Let's do All it. All right. Let's get into it. So this comes from your Instagram followers. And she asked, what is the best investment you've made into becoming an entrepreneur? Ooh, that's a good one. The best investment, like just reading, staying up, staying current, um, anything you don't know, try to find local classes. Like I'm all about like YouTube University, Google University, reading. Um, There's classes in your community. Anything that I don't know, I want to figure out how to do. Mm -hmm. So the best investment would be like whatever it is that you're doing, make sure you know how to do all the process, whether you're going to continue to do it or not, whether you're going to hire somebody to do it down the line, you still should know how to do it. So I that would just say brilliant advice. 
stay on top of your stuff, your business. Mm -hmm. I think that's such huge, huge Mm -hmm. advice when you said knowing the processes of your business Mm -hmm. is so imperative. You have to learn. Let's say you're you're a chef, right? Or Mm -hmm. you want your restaurateur. That's a better example. You need to be able to make the cocktails. All of it. Uh, run the hostess stand. Mm-hmm. You need to know the checks and balances. You need to know the lighting system. You never know you when you're to gonna have to, to jump order. in. Yes, hundred percent. I've seen so many businesses fail because one link on the chain falls apart, and then the business owner doesn't know how to step into that role and fill exactly in exactly for that reason. Especially with the times right now, so many people working from home, and it's like. Every- you're not able to get to the people you would usually contract or not everybody's working. So what do you do in those times? Now, if you know your business, if you know how to do all parts of it, it's only one person that knows how to do this. And if that person doesn't show up to do this, then, then what? we're screwed. Yeah. And that's so. unacceptable. <laughs> right. You're, you're a million percent right. And I mean, you don't have to do it full time. You don't have to do it forever. Like you said, you can mm-hmm. outsource and you should outsource you early should. and often. Right, because you're not going to always be the best at it, right? Yes, or you might not (laughs) even like to do it. You might not even like it. But to pay someone to do it, and they can do it better than you, then outsource. But in the beginning, you 1 million percent need to know all the processes of your business. I could not agree with that more. Actually, you know, we kind of got so excited. We haven't even talked about what your brand is and what your business is. Tell the listeners a little bit more about what Kiana does and what she's so good at. Okay. So my brand currently in a relaunch phase, no more waiting for Friday is an extension of me leaving my corporate job in 2018, pursuing my own passions as an author, event curator, and business branding. So basically overall brand message is just um, encouraging women specifically not excluding you fellas, you guys can be honest, but far back because I think we all, we're always putting stuff off like, oh, after I, after I have a kid, then I'll do this. After I get this amount of money, I'll do this. You know, it's like, no, you now you don't, you don't have to wait for the perfect time to do anything. So that's pretty much my mission behind my book and my brand. You can pretty much do it all. It's not going to be perfect. You can be the mom, you can be the entrepreneur, you can be whatever you want to be. As long as you're trying to it. What was your corporate job that you left? What field were you in before? I and does in it a, tie into your current business venture or is it completely to the left? I feel like it ties in just because of what I've learned being on the job, but it's totally different industry. So I was working in the film industry. Oh, very so LA, LA of you. Yeah. So LA. <laughs> like everyone so, else. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was working for one of the biggest camera houses here so what they do is they provide all of the equipment that is used on sets to film movies okay so um dealing with a lot of directors and dps uh directors of photography things like that they would come get their camera gear and then they would go out to set to film whatever it is they were filming and see i think that's important for listeners to know like you were in a corporate job Mm -hmm. and it wasn't your passion it wasn't you took a leap of faith to go in a completely different direction. Like people feel stifled because, oh, I didn't go to school for this or I didn't study this Mm -hmm. or I've been in this field for 10 years and now I want to do something else and I don't want to start. I think it was very bold of you to go and completely left because you were in film production. You were in camera. Yeah, it was so, it's super secure. I mean, like, and it was like, 
this is one of those jobs where people move here to try mm-hmm. to get, you know, so it was very bold of me to say, you know what? I don't want this anymore. I don't want this. Yeah. You have one life. Why would yeah. you spend it doing something that you don't love? Yeah. And I don't regret it. So that's the big, the best part about it. But definitely was, it took me a while. I went back and forth on it for a while, but it just was like no longer fulfilling. And I just needed more challenges. I was asking for more challenges and it just, I wasn't getting there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a chance on me. Because this is the only opportunity. Knew yeah. What would make you happy? Mm-hmm. And I'm so like, if great. I don't take this chance, I'll never know. So here we and go. Mm-hmm. So that's how normal, no more Friday was born. Yes. And then when I, once I did that, they actually hired me on contracting to train their employee to train the people that would then go to do my job. So it went, <laughs> it went, they needed, to, they they needed me. Uh-huh. Anytime they brought in someone in that department, even still now they call me to do the onboarding. Yeah. So it turned into like a, cons- like a consultant, consultant for them, mm-hmm. for them in a sense. So I kind of still consulting is huge. Like mm-hmm. I always advise entrepreneurs or even people that aren't ready to completely jump into building their own business. Mm-hmm. The consulting game is, I mean, so lucrative. Mm-hmm. And many times it can be done on a work from home scenario. You can right. put a package together that you can ship out to businesses all over the place and make tons of money from that. So yeah. don't discount your consulting business. Don't even. And it wasn't even a thought of mine. So right. it was new it to me when they came to it. Mm-hmm. So when they pitched it to me, I was like, okay, this is genius. Sure. You know, but I'll you do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, that's a passion of mine of going into businesses and seeing where they're at or training or, you know, so it was like, okay, now I get a feel of what it's like on the other side of this. And then that helps me as I'm helping small businesses or people who are, you know, tr- um, hiring, training, all that, because this is what I'm doing anyway. in my day to day. Yeah. So no more Friday. What is the what is the goal for that brand? I would just like to see more people find financial freedom, um, stop being scared uh, to get away from the paycheck to paycheck lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm not encouraging anyone to do what I did and quit your job, but I am encouraging you not to let that be your only source of income. Mm-hmm. So that is the main goal for me is just to educate about different streams of income, mm-hmm. ways that you don't have to rely on paycheck to paycheck living. Especially now, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if people are paying attention. Outside of the coronavirus being mm-hmm. a public health issue, we are in route to a serious recession. Oh my gosh. Like, now is like the time. Vicious <laughs> recession, Great Depression, call it what you want. It is on the way. Unemployment, it is at an all-time high. You, It is not safe to have one source of income, period. It just is, it doesn't matter how much money you make. When mm-hmm. that check stops coming in, you are fucked. So that now is, is the time to grow those multiple streams. If you've never thought about it before, you have to get into it right now. I'm saying anything recession, there's so many recession proof industries as well. So I feel like now people are finally waking up like, okay, you know, everything was like glamorous, like, oh, I want to be on Instagram. I want to do this. And it's like, no, what skills do you have? What can you do that's recession proof? Yeah. What can you do to monetize when something like this happens? And I think that's what the focus for me and others are opening Mm -hmm. their eyes. Opening their eyes. You have to have something beyond 
your Instagram page. Fact. <laughs> you can have all the followers on planet Earth, and it does not equate to dollars in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I think that's what people don't understand, and the vice versa, right? Because my brands, for example, Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying, and then my clothing brand, excuse me, Electric 87. I don't have a shit ton of followers. I don't. I never have. Mm-hmm. However, the way that those coins come in. Right. <laughs> right. You know how to get it. Different. I know right. how to get it. So please mm-hmm. don't underestimate the smaller pages and think that, oh, it doesn't have a blue check or, or whatever, I you know. That's like the people... biggest misconception. Some people, some yeah. of the people that generate the most money don't even are not even active. At on all. Social. Yeah. Because so we have that's like the biggest list, mis- folks. Email, email is list. That's bread and butter. Uh huh. <laughs> you built that. You good. Yeah, you good. Right. Because Instagram, I don't own Instagram. I don't own that platform. They Girl, could take they my page away from me. Whenever and they down. Want. Yes, uh-huh. I have lost a page with 20,000 followers before. Uh-huh. And it broke my heart. But all it taught me was that thank God I have this email list. Thank God I have a platform for my customers already. So you are 1 million percent right. You got it on the nose because that email list, can't nobody take it from you. No, you take praise that. God. <laughs> you shout, take out that email. Uh-huh. shout out to Constant Contact. Shout out to MailChimp. I need a sponsorship. If you know okay. somebody from Constant Contact, please. Uh, promo. <laughs> this free plug for email MailChimp. Email me, send me a uh, coupon code. <laughs> Girl, because that email list come in handy when that social media crash. So one million percent Put that oh. on your to do list. Build your email list. Yes, my followers. You know what? We are going uh-huh. to. That's what I'm going to send you to Kiana's page because she knows what she's talking about. Build and that you know, list. Another thing I wanted to talk to you about um, that just made me personally interested in you was I know your stance on mindset. I know that you and I are like minded in that. Millionaire mindset is the thing that's going to carry all of us in business. And people always ask me how I developed that. And they've heard my story a million times. I want to hear your take on mindset and abundance and success and like the role that that's played in your life. I feel like that's the main thing that's worked for me all this time. You know, I had a teacher. I didn't know about the whole manifestation mindset thing, but I had a teacher 10 years ago who was very into it. And she ran her class that way. You know, okay. she started the mornings with her affirmations. And it was it so, it. yeah, it was so new and foreign to me, but I was intrigued. And the more that it went on, the more she was recommending books to me. And that's was how it I was. Re- college or in high school? College, yeah. Okay. So I went, well, trade school. I went, I after high school, I thought I wanted to go into, uh, be a makeup artist. Oh, okay. So I went to this Hollywood glam kind of like the special effects makeup. Like I wanted oh, to do Narnia and like stuff like that. So I went to this makeup academy in Hollywood, super artsy. And I, yeah, it was just like this artsy teacher who was, she really opened my eyes. I credit her for it because I, you know, some of the books she recommended to me, I probably would have never picked up. Hmm. So from that point on, I was just really into it. I started vision boarding and just like laying out my goals, writing it down. I have so many journals that I keep that I go back to because okay. I'm like a statement writer. Like I am going to, and with a date, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have a lot of those and I go back and I read them. What were my plans? What am I set out to do? I go look at my vision boards, 
all the time and it's always happened. Praise God. Okay. You know, so the power of the mind, the power of putting it on paper, the power of saying it, writing it, believing it is so real. There's so many boards I go back to and I'm like, wow, I went to Paris. Wow. I did this. Wow. You know, because mission accomplished. Yeah. I've been set. This is what I visualized for my life. This is what's happening. And that's what's going to happen. Yeah. That's it. Period. Period. There's no going back on it. Or I tell my listeners that all the time. I am is the most powerful statement that you could ever make. I am. Oh my gosh. I am happy. I am loved. I am healthy. And that's it. When you claim it, you put your name on it and you decide that there is no alternative to your success. That's it. The that's universe it. has it's no non-negotiable. Yeah, this is non-negotiable. Exactly this is what's what happening. I have a bunch of those I am's. You know, I like to I am with a date on it and go back and see how long did that take me or when did I that happen. So that's fun. And you just once you put your mind to it, just believe it. If you start having doubts, then that messes with the energy. You just got to be set. Like okay. This is and what's doubts happening. are human. I mean, mm-hmm. we all get down. Look at the world we're in right now. Like mm-hmm. no one. It's on hard not Earth, to have doubts, right, or worry. Hundred percent mm-hmm. would have thought that we would be in the situation that we're in, but I just choose not to accept it for my life. Exactly. I'm not participating in recession. That's what I say. Twenty twenty should be health. y'all worst year, but I'm not claiming it. <laughs> you can speak that over your life. <laughs> it's still my year. Nothing to do with me, right? I'm sorry for you. God bless you. I'm going to keep you my prayers. If you want to that and you want to believe that. These parts of town, hey, it's going pretty good. Uh-uh. I don't care what's happening. We, it's, it's still my year. It's always going to be my year. It's, it's always going to be. Uh-huh. It's, my it's my hour. Yeah, I, I could not agree with you more. I preach that all the time, but I don't want my followers to only hear it from me. I want them to hear it. I'm happy that you're like drilling it. No, because they need to drill that. Get your mind together. Yes, because once once you believe it, that's when the work starts happening. It's like take a step. It's just it starts with the mind. Once you get that together, everything else flows with it. It really does. Mm -hmm. It falls into place. Okay, I've got another question for you from the people. So this came from your Instagram as well. Um, Oh, yes, this is from my babe. So page is ran by my good girlfriend, Fran, and she commented on (laughs) Actually, guys, she was on episode 13 of the podcast, so I will link it in the show notes. You guys can go back. We did a couple's goals episode last year. I will link it in the show notes. Okay, so Fran asked, what has been the toughest challenge for you in growing your business? To be honest, staying consistent when it's hard and nobody really wants to say that. Oh, <laughs> are you talking to me? Is this staying consistent when it's hard because it's hard at work is structure. You know what you're going in. You know you what time you get in there. What time? What your paycheck? Yeah, is you know what like. you gotta do. Sometimes you're doing the same thing every day, but when it's when you're trying to start something, whether you're selling something, every day is not a good day. Every day things aren't booming. Every day you you're not motivated, so you have to get yourself up and still show up. So I feel like that has been the challenging part for me. It's like, okay, girl, get up, go sit in the living room, turn on the computer. Like nothing's happening today. What what are you going to do to make it happen? Or you're tired. Are you tired of making money? (laughs) In my life, have I been tired of of a So go ahead and get up. (laughs) Are Mm -hmm. so 
Right. It's just really hard. So just staying, keeping yourself motivated, staying consistent, showing up for yourself when you don't want to, when you're not motivated to show up for yourself, just following through. That follow through is everything. That's how you grow your business. And you know what I've learned? I learned the difference between motivation and commitment. Mm -hmm. Commitment, I've learned, is it's different than motivation in a way, because when you're committed to something, you don't need any other spark. You don't need any applause. You don't need the revenue coming in. You need nothing but that commitment that will drive you to push yourself in your business every single day. I got it from TD Jakes, honey. That's the word. That's that's exactly that. Like a marriage, like your Mm -hmm. fitness goals, like your family. It Mm -hmm. you don't need motivation to love your family because you're already committed to it. It's beyond that. Right, right. And that is the ideals I'm trying to put into growing my own businesses is just to be committed. It's beyond motivation. I don't need, it doesn't have to look good on Instagram. No one has to be cheering me on. The money might not be coming in, but I'm committed. So here it what is. What are going to do when, there, when there's no applause? That's Nobody cheering uh-huh. for you. Matter of fact, when people are hating on you, when try, people try are to sabotage. Sure you, <laughs> How about all of that? Somebody. <laughs> Are, are hating on you are and they're hate. not showing up and they mm-hmm. won't repost and they don't participate in your projects and they buy something from somebody else instead of buying it from you that is when Ooh. motivation might not be enough we have to come with commitment exactly. because if you're committed to it the universe will commit to helping you get to it hey you preaching to me girl because that commitment <laughs> I'm like okay let me go work out look let me go commit this is my own shit together right <laughs> When I'm talking to you, I'm talking to myself. I promise. <laughs> so it's just, it's a book called Make Your Bed. People that make their bed, it's a simple task, but it's a commitment. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of will show the discipline in your life. In your life, right? I've read the book. and But that's like a challenge of mine. Like, okay, I want to make my bed, but I can't stay with it, you know? Really? But, yeah. But those small things like, okay, trying to find a small task and sticking with it that so that every single day and it kind of sets mm-hmm. the tone for your, your day ahead. For everything else. You can get discipline in the small areas. Mm-hmm. It kind of will trickle off into all areas. So, so. Yeah, I like that. And I was going to ask you for a book recommendation anyway. So that was <laughs> right on. That one. Make your what? Uh, make, make your bed. bed. Mm-hmm. I um, will be linking that in the show notes for you guys. So don't worry about it. And my all time favorite is by Louise Hayes. This is the book that the teacher gave to me. Okay. And it's called You Can Heal Your Life. Mm-hmm. So it just takes you on a journey inside out, mind, body. Um, it's not a business book. Let's just okay, say that. Gotcha. It's about personal your, growth. Personal growth. Uh-huh. And it has affirmations. It has exercises. But it just makes you feel better. And it just helps okay. you like get it together. Because right it really now, breaks it down. In these times, like, mm-hmm. what's wrong with a book just making you feel good about yourself and your life? Yeah, it just makes you take a look in like, okay, why am I like this? And what can I do to fix it? Or why do I feel this way today? And what exercises or what can I say to myself to snap me out of it getting past this part? That's like my little self growth uh, Bible. <laughs> Well, did that inspire you to write your book? Because you, honey, are a published author. Okay, self-published people, at that. Oh, <laughs> people want to know about a dream defined, the workbook for visionaries. Tell me like how you got into writing that. Were you inspired by the book that your mentor gave you? Or were you inspired by Make Your Bed? Or like what was the thing? Um, I definitely was inspired by um 
You Can Heal Your Life, but also my events that I was doing, I was doing vision board workshops, right? And I was getting people together and we would like um, go over our goals and vision, put it on the vision boards. That was just the event. And people needed more, you know, it was like, it was so much of like, I don't really know, or what do I put? Or like, I'm like, we need a tool that like is thought provoking and gets you to like express what you want and narrow down on these questions. Like what are the questions that are going to help you bring your vision to life about your life? You know, what what tool can I provide that helps people really break it down? Like, what do I want? Who am I? What do I want to do? Why am I not doing it? And what Mm -hmm. steps can I take to achieve it? So your workbook is kind of like a precursor to mm -hmm. a vision board. Exactly. Because you need to know what you want to put on your vision board. You need to be specific. You need to have crystal clear uh, elements. And if your vision is cloudy, then how can you even put a vision board together? I feel like a lot of people go wrong there because you're just cutting through the magazine. You don't have a real idea. You're just like, oh, I like this. Oh, I want to get in shape. Oh, no. Like, what is it? Get specific. Exactly. Do you want to go? Where do you want to go? Vacation next month. Put that right. on there. What? How many kids? What? What does your house look like? What does the woman you want to be? What does she look like? What does she drive? What does she do? What? You know, get clear on who you are and what you want. So it is a precursor because it takes you through. And then once you figure that out, you can kind of map it out visually. So give me an so, example of what an exercise in the book would be. So one of them is. What's keeping you like if if you had the money to do whatever it is you if I said I'm going to write you a check right now to do whatever it is you wanted to do. Do you know what that is? Mm, that is quite the question, honey, because do money you? It seems, is... but do you know if, if, it, if money was not the object? Here. Right. Because so many people um, lie to themselves, honestly, and they say, oh, if I had the money to do X, Y, Z, then I would. Or it's like, I'm not doing that because I don't have the money. I don't have the capital to start this. Okay, so take money out of the equation. Exactly. What What would would then be holding you back? See, that's a valid point. And I think, I mean, self-reflection and like really being hard on yourself and asking those hard questions Mm -hmm. is so difficult for people to do. I think a workbook like yours is like imperative to helping them. And then there's charts in there. So it's like in three months, I'm going to do this in six months. I'm going to do this. So mm-hmm. takes you in steps, make the commitment to yourself. Once you write it down, once you write it in that book, you bought it. It's on it's there. Paid for, it's, paid it's, black for. And it's black and white. So you can't say you forgot. <laughs> refer back to page X 20. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and what, what did you say you were going to do three months from now? Did you do it? You know, so it, it holds you accountable and it helps you outline it. I love that. Guys, I will be linking Kiana's book, A Dream Defined, the workbook for visionaries. It will be in the show notes. You can click on that and purchase that and support Black-owned businesses, support Black women authors. Obviously, I'm getting the book. I mean, I am excited. I will be sharing with you guys. Of course, sis. um, (laughs) Sharing with you guys some of the work that I'll be doing in it. As we know, I've got like 42,000 projects in the works. And um, I need some some definition in my life. I need a workbook in my life. So I need to map it out, right? God, I've been giving Amazon Prime all this money. It is time for me to buy something from oh you. Oh my gosh. I wear that prime out, honey. Okay? Out. 
I might and single-handedly like, be keeping them in business. Just me, <laughs> me and you, okay? Because I got full-on order day. It's like, okay, what am I ordering? Today's order day. What, what should I get today? I know I, I need get, yeah. I need something. Just some dumb shit for no <laughs> I mean, I bought some protein powder and black soap, African black soap. Just I am glad it's not just me. My last. I'm just I'm just doing it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you quarantine us. Right. <laughs> I just want to go outside. Okay, so I don't want to forget to ask you, well, we talked about this before I prepared you Mm -hmm. for the get rich tip of the week, because as you know, get rich or get drunk trying is about money. It's about finance. It is about success. Mm -hmm. I want my followers to know that they can reach whatever financial heights that they want to reach. So I asked you for the get rich tip of the week. You told me a little bit about capital but I've never used it. I mean, hit me with it. What is okay. capital? I feel like I should be getting paid for this too, capital. But we're okay. going to go ahead and we're going to give you <laughs> a little bit of free we promo. We're give you a free app. promo. We yes. Okay. Check. So the app, because a lot of people feel like they can't save or they don't have money. Or, you know, they can't consciously save, I guess, for what it is they want to do. So capital is the app that I've used personally. Capital with a Q, but basically you set up different um, savings goals, right? Mm-hmm. So say my I want to launch in September, so I can put September launch on there. So anytime I swipe my debit card, I can put put a dollar into launch. Got it. The two dollars so into like launch. Automated savings. It's automated, but you can have more than one. Like I did it with my son when I was pregnant. Um, we had it. You can put. Two people on it, me and my. Oh, uh, nice. Mm-hmm. So we had a joint one, and it was like both of our cards would round up, and it went back like. it to the baby savings. Okay. Um, so you can have different things you're saving for. It, you can. It comes with a debit card, so you have access to the money. They oh. when you sign up, they mail you the debit card, so you can See, pull it off anytime. Digit. I use okay. Digit, but this uh sounds like digit on steroids <laughs> like, it's so cool because you're not thinking about it would be times i looked in there and i'm like what the, damn yeah, that's a hundred dollars yeah yeah, right. yeah so because you don't but, think about one dollar here and one dollar there I or even it. if you're rounding up because banks do it too you you mm-hmm. know a lot of people have it where their banks round up for them but this is like rounding up for a specific Perfect. cause yeah so this is like i need to buy a logo and the savings goal for that is three hundred dollars whatever it is and I'm going to put a dollar away or two dollars away every time I use my card or you can do every Friday. Take it. And by the time you know it, you've met your goal for what you're trying to do. Automated savings and compound interest are Mm -hmm. the wonders of the world. I Mm -hmm. preach this all the time. Like, don't think about it. Set it up one time. It takes 10 minutes and literally forget about it. Forget about it. Don't look look at it. it. Don't go dipping in it. Don't yeah. look at it. And I guarantee you in a year, you will look up for my digit account in a year. I looked up and it was like $3,000 in there. Yeah. I was like, how the hell? How the hell do I do that? Yeah. Right. From $2 here and $7 here, you don't even notice it. Guys, I will be linking capital in the show notes for you guys um, because money is a major issue. You know, I live in Miami. I am all about the coin. I'm about growing the <laughs> coin, manifesting the coin, duplicating the coin. It's just, it's a, it's coin city. Right. Around these parts That's of town. one thing. Save, and then I also would say, uh, keep your overhead low. I don't want to say that because I feel like people, woo, keep that overhead down. 
Okay, when you are first starting, do not go get your dream car. Do not go get all this stuff because you need have some cushion first before you get that overhead crazy. One million. <laughs> I could not agree more. I mean, so many entrepreneurs come to me and they're like, well, I need, um, you know, a 2000 square foot space for X, Y, Z. Uh, excuse me. Like when did you, you have you made any sales? Yeah. <laughs> have, Are they have, consistent? Have yeah. sold, no. First of all, have you sold anything? Right. That's question number one. You need an X Y Z amount square foot space to do what? You have no customers. Yeah. Why would you? And this could be any business. What so demand? You a hole before you even making money. That's so backwards. And, right. and signed a lease. You have contracted yourself. To pay landlord $2,000 a month for a space and you ain't had the first, you don't have a customer, you don't have a demand, you don't have an email list, you don't have a license, you don't have, I mean, you got an Instagram page and a dream and think you need a 10,000 per foot space. What Girl, the checklist is so long, I need to hire this, I need to do that, so you're going to pay all this out before you got 99 what, what part of the game is that yeah what part of the game so <laughs> yes. and then when you ain't make you now then you got to go downsize scale back or just that, stop completely because you ain't making no money yeah that yes, kills for a dream. lot of people because you thought you were going to open up and be you know this grand success mm-hmm. on day one when it does not work like that there's not a business on planet earth that has ever succeeded Look. in that fashion if you got to do it from the dining room, you got to do it from the dining room right now. Hello? Hello. <laughs> from the closet, from, from wherever. From, the bed, from, but, from your car, from whatever. Like I tell people that all the time. And I learned that from a master entrepreneur mentor of mine. And he taught me you jump off the cliff, right? And mm-hmm. you build your rocket oh, on the way down. Yeah, hello. Yes, you do it backwards. You you stack inventory to your ceiling until there's nowhere else for it to go until you jump out the gym and get a space that you can't pay for. Nobody's jumping out with perfection, with everything squared away, unless you got some rich parents funding you some money somewhere. Sugar daddy. Yeah, most of us don't. So in that case. We just got to, you know. You hit that one on the head, honey. Keeping that overhead low. In I your feel like that's a big problem. Life. Yeah. We could do a whole other episode. <laughs> Keeping your because overhead low. Go for it. You know, and I've, I've been there like, oh, I want to buy this. You know, you get your money. Yeah. Like, and it's just like, hold on, sis. Calm down. That comes into play. And being a seasoned entrepreneur, you know that, okay, I had a $20,000 a month last month, but. Then a few months ago, I only had a $3,000 month. Right, right, right. I cannot live my life like I have a $20,000 a month every month until Until I got that proven track record. Uh Until Uh the receipts clear that I make $20,000. Like, I'm just not in that position. So I have to make smart decisions for the long term because there's nothing worse than going to buy, you know, that brand new Range Rover and then having to turn that bitch in for that Honda <laughs> Civic. That, that is a life. That is a. a nobody want to do that. Nobody yes. want to do that. Uh-uh. Let's just stick with the Civic yeah, now. I think that's, yeah. We get into better position. Let's just, you know, let's wait it out a little bit and see, let's you know. I want to stunt. Wait till you there. When you, and when you stunt, you're going to stunt. When it's your time, you're going to stunt. I promise yes. you. 
I promise. For cash, it's a different feeling. It's worth it. You don't have to wait and finance things that you can't afford. You don't have to overdo it. Like, yes, don't God, keep it yourself. over yourself trying, trying to, to look keep up apart. with people yeah. that don't give a fuck about you. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They <laughs> laugh at you in that Civic. They're going to laugh at you in a Range Rover. They're they still going to laugh. Gotti, honey. So mm-hmm. don't worry about it. And they're probably not even your customers. So who cares about? Hello. They probably not even your target market. Your audience oh. never supports you by nothing, and you over here. So we just go. Brown, you hit that on the head. That's a whole nother. <laughs> you know what? I'm telling y'all right now. You heard it here first. Kiana will be on another episode. They're not even in the target market. So we got even worried about <laughs> this show will be seven hours long if we get to talking about <laughs> listening to people that are not in your target audience. Like, oh. Hello. Okay, because it's like, oh, my cousin. Is your cousin your target audience? Then leave her where she at and go find your customer. <laughs> I cannot underline that more. If it is not the last thing I'm going to say. Why are we I'm worried gonna... about that? Why are we worried about Susie, whoever? It does not cousin? matter. If she is not in your it's... target demographic, which is a very, very, very specific mm-hmm. customer, if she is not that customer, her Why are you worried about if she's supporting why are you worried about what she, yeah. Why? Yeah. If you're not in my target market, I don't care what support, buy, because it doesn't matter. It's not who you I'm working to. Catering to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to have you back on the show. Yay! Thank you to Kiana for joining us today. I mean, you dropped so much value on the people. Like, I know that they are going to be thrilled to I hear hope so. you. <laughs> you know that we're 100% doing another episode. I'm going to have you back. I'm going to link all of Kiana's information in the show notes, her Instagram, her email, her book, her No More Friday business, everything. You will have every single way to possibly get in touch with this woman and spend some money with her and her businesses and find out more about her journey. Thank you for being on the show, babe. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Yes. Is there anything you would love to leave the listeners with before you go? Just follow me. Come, come find out. Come find out. Come on over come to the side. Yes, come find out more. Follow me on Instagram and get that book. I encourage all of your readers to get the book. Not just because it's my book, but because I want to see all of us win. We, we get in this mind together, okay? Amazing. We're tapping into our higher self, our highest vibrational selves this year. So let's do the work. I'm throwing my hands up because I agree. <laughs> Again, I want to thank Kiana Ship for joining us on today's show. And last but not least, I must leave you guys with this week's Get Drunk Cocktail. So I'm switching it up on you again, and we are going CBD as inspired by 420, which is just a few days ago. So I found this cocktail recipe through the CBD distillery, and this is a raspberry lemon drop martini using CBD oil. So I figured, um, you know, let's try something new. What you need is a quarter cup of fresh raspberries plus a few extra for garnish, three ounces of raspberry vodka or my personal favorite, Grey Goose, two tablespoons of fresh squeezed lemon juice, another tablespoon of simple syrup or sugar, four tablespoons of honey, CBD Distillery's 33 milligram isolate tincture oil and CBD Distillery's 30 milligram gummies for garnish. Now, to make the CBD raspberry lemon drop martini, you are going to muddle the raspberries, then combine the honey. Take that mixture and add the vodka, lemon juice, ice, and CBD oil. Shake vigorously. 
Strain that into a chilled martini glass, top with club soda, and garnish with the mixture of the fresh raspberries you had left over and the CBD gummies. Simple, easy, delicious cocktail, and the CBD oil adds that little extra kick. You know your 420 friends would appreciate. That's all I have for you guys this week. Remember to subscribe to the show. Email me. It's Asia at GetRichOrGetDrunkTrying.com. Follow me on Instagram and uh, continue to spread the word about the show. We're growing like wildfire. And that's because you guys are telling a friend who's telling a friend. And I just appreciate you so much. See you back here soon and be good.